0: Hi you guys, it's Yaz. And today I wanna talk about moving on after the narcissist. And a lot of people are struggling with this. They're struggling because they're reminiscing about that narcissist. If you're still reminiscing about the narcissist, then most likely you don't really see the narcissist for who they truly are. You're thinking about the good times, you're questioning whether they were that bad, You're saying to yourself, well, nobody's perfect. And that's why you're getting stuck thinking about you made a mistake or maybe you should have done something different. Here's the first rule, you guys. If you broke up with them, you broke up for a reason, okay? Maybe they lied to you. Maybe they were breaking your boundaries. Maybe they were criticizing and judging you or they weren't there for you or they didn't show you enough attention. So there's always a reason why you left the narcissist, and don't ever forget that, because if you ever got back with the narcissist, it would be twice as bad. They might be nice initially, but then they'll go back into their same pattern of behavior, and it'll be worse, because now they feel they got you, and that you're not going anywhere, and they could do what they want, and you're going to put up with it, okay? So, when you move on from a narcissist, the first thing that you gotta realize is that's your past. That's not your future. The other thing that you gotta realize is that you can't think in terms of being codependent on a narcissist for your happiness. You've gotta find happiness in other ways, all right? And that's not necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean you know, oh, you got to replace them fast because you don't want to do that because you could be in the same boat with somebody else really quickly. So whoever you meet in the future, you want to take your time with them so that later on you didn't rush into a relationship and waste months and years of your life because you didn't see the red flags. During the initial period of getting to know somebody, you know, the first six months to a year, you have to be so focused and be looking for those red flags the red flags are what protect you from getting into a toxic relationship and this is the biggest mistake that people make they trust too soon or they're too desperate to find love or they don't want to be alone so here comes the narcissist they're overly overly nice they tell you everything you want to hear. They give you tons of attention in the beginning, and you, f- you fall hook, line, and sinker in hopes that this will work. Not only that, the narcissist is so accommodating and so loving and so wonderful in the first three months, you're hoping that they'll be like that the whole time, but that was all an act in order to get you, in order to hook the supply, okay? Okay. Once they get you, all of a sudden they're going to switch up. They're going to show you indifference. They're going to start to devalue you and they're going to blame you for not making them happy, okay? Because the narcissist when they initially meet you, they have this, you know, fantasy in their minds of what you are and what you are to offer to them, okay? And when you when they start to know you, the more they know you, the more that narcissist is going to find flaws in you. See, a narcissist doesn't realize that we're all human beings and we all have flaws, okay? And nobody's perfect and nobody could look like a supermodel a hundred times the you know all the time or have a perfect this or perfect that. The narcissist is gonna start seeing things they don't like, okay? And that's when they devalue you. But the point is, in order to move on, you guys, You've got to have a purpose in your life. What is your purpose? Now, if you have children, your purpose is to take care of your kids and try to provide a happy life for your children because you have a responsibility to those kids to try to make them happy. Now, when you move on after a narcissistic relationship, you know, there's two ways that people move on. People move on after a narcissistic relationship with not having kids with the narcissist and people move on after having kids with a narcissist. People who've had a narcissistic relationship with somebody and never had kids, they're the lucky ones because they don't have to go to court and fight for custody or fight for, you know, financial things for the children or have to deal with the narcissist ever again. Goodbye, good luck, that's it. You weren't what I thought you were, and you move on. For the other unlucky ones, such as myself, you have, you know, it's a life without parole in a way when you have children, because most of the time you're still gonna have to deal with that narcissist. Narcissists may abandon their children and then they come back, all right, and try to become a part of their children's lives. A lot of them do that. They'll leave the relationship, they'll go out, they'll be having fun, and as time goes on and the narcissist gets older, guess what? Now all of a sudden they want to have a relationship with their kids when things aren't exciting and they're not so busy and they're not going out all over the place. Now all of a sudden they want to become a family person and they, they they want a relationship with their kids, but kids don't forget what the narcissist did and how they weren't there. Kids remember who was there for them and who wasn't, all right? And this is why I tell people all the time that, you know, broke up with a narcissist and you have kids and the narcissist is manipulating the kids and disparaging you to the kids, blaming you, saying it's your fault for the breakup. You know, they're playing the victim. I always tell people, just show your children plenty of love. As your child gets older, your child, you know, if they're educated on narcissism and everything like that, they will see who the toxic parent is. They'll see it, okay? But you don't want to push it on it. Let the child go to therapy. It's good to get your kids in therapy because kids are very angry underneath or have pain underneath that you don't even are aware of. You're not aware of that. And you know they need somebody on the outside to talk to. So therapy is very important. And when you leave a narcissist, you guys, and you don't have kids, okay, It's very easy to have to start over, although starting over generally sucks, okay? Because now you got to start with trying to get to know somebody, where you're going to meet somebody, you know, what sign are you, and you have to go through all that again. And I think a lot of people stay with the narcissist because they really don't want to have to go through the beginning stages of a relationship again, trying to find somebody, trying to meet somebody trying to win somebody over or or like somebody. So they feel because they had a couple of good times with the narcissist, oh, you know, maybe I can make this work. You know, I don't wanna have to go out there again. I don't wanna start all over. I don't wanna be alone on a Saturday night. At least there's somebody, okay? But what you have to keep in mind is, you know, you're wasting your time because that narcissist will never be who you want them to be. They're never going to go back to who they were in the beginning of the relationship because that wasn't who they truly were. Everybody is nice in the beginning of a relationship and especially a narcissist. Okay. So understand this just because they were nice in the beginning of the relationship or there were times during the relationship that they were nice. They were toxic. Okay. They don't trust. You can't be in a relationship with a narcissist because a narcissist will never trust you. So if they don't trust you, then you're not going to be able to trust them because you're going to have to worry they're doing things on the side because they don't trust you. It's a terrible, terrible thing, you guys. And the other thing too is you're dealing with somebody who's very insecure and who's going to be in competition with you. Who's not going to be happy when you're doing better than them? Who's not going to be happy when you have outside relationships and you have a lot of supporters? A narcissist doesn't want to see you independent. They want to see you weak and dependent on them. That's what gives them the control and that's what gives them the power. So when you're moving on from a narcissist, you've got to be happy because you got to realize that you're in, you're not going to be happy with this person. You may have times that you had happiness with the narcissist, but you also had a lot of low times. And you're dealing with somebody who is a liar. Period. Dot. End of story. Or gaslit you. And, and you know, you couldn't resolve conflict with them. That's another thing you got to keep in mind. You can't resolve conflicts with a narcissist because they don't speak the truth. They gaslight you and they deflect so that they don't have to take accountability. So what do you want to do? You want to be in a relationship with somebody that, you know, is never going to take accountability and is going to do what they want and just give you a word salad? That's no way to live, you guys, because you're going to be unhappy underneath and you're going to feel like you're you're with somebody who's a deceptive person. So when you move on from a narcissist, you got to keep all these things in your mind and you have to say to yourself, you know what, this person deceived me. This person didn't show me enough attention. They weren't all in. And that's another point. Narcissists are not all in on a relationship. Their mind is always somewhere else. You know how many people are married to narcissists and they feel alone or they're in relationships and they feel alone because the narcissist never is 100% in on that relationship They're always, you know, they always have a wall up and especially a covert narcissist. A covert narcissist is always talking to somebody on the outside that you don't know about. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic interest. That could be family. That could be friends. They, their relationship is not solely with just you. They're talking to other people. They're talking about the relationship to other people. They're smearing you behind your back to their flying monkeys, their family, their friends, their supporters. Okay? So when you're in a relationship With a covert narcissist, you're in a relationship with the covert narcissist and the flying monkeys that they're talking to about you behind your back. So you want to be in a relationship with somebody like that? No. So the first point is be glad you got rid of the narcissist. Now, the next point is this. In order to move on from the narcissist, you've got to have a purpose in life. What is your purpose? Now, we talked about when you have children, your focus is on your children And, you know, trying to give them a good life, trying to make them happy, and you yourself trying to have a life, you know, when you don't have much time as a single parent, you know, trying to get out there and meet other people. It's not easy, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do, okay? So your purpose should be surrounded around a couple of things. One, you want your purpose should be to be healthy, get out, take a walk you know do a little bit of exercise for your physical health because when you you know exercise it it helps your mental health like just taking a walk outside and getting fresh air makes you feel better when people are depressed one of the best things they could do is get out of the house you got to get out of the house and you got to you know go for a walk go on hikes i go on hikes all the time with my kid, okay? Not just for mostly for him, but also for me because it clears my head. So you've got to plan out time for you to get out, exercise and do things. The next focus should be your career. What is your career in order to be financially stable and and have security in your life? Because you can't depend on whoever you get involved with for financial security unless you want to be codependent on them. So you've got to be independent in order to have your own power and not have anybody control you. And a lot of people are stuck in relationships with narcissists because they're financially dependent on them. Some narcissists don't want you to work so they can call the shots and control you and you can't leave the relationship because you have nowhere to go. You can't afford to go anywhere. So your focus when you leave the the narcissist is to, you know, be financially sound You've got to do your research, get online, figure out what you like to do and pursue it and put your, your energy into your career, what you want to do. And it's all about doing your due diligence, research, 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 whatever your career is and take each steps each week to get to your goal and trying to save money. Even if it's $5 a week, that's a step forward. Okay. Okay. So your focus is on your health, your focus is on your career, and your focus is on your other relationships in your life. What is that? That's relationships with family, that's relationships with friends, and that's relationships with trying to meet other people that could be potential romantic partners. How do you do that? You got to get out of the house again. When you go out of the house, you want to make sure that you look good, you're not disheveled, you're not a mess, you've got yourself together, you look clean, you get out and you socialize, you start talking to people wherever you are, you could be in a coffee shop, you could be in a supermarket, you could be at the gas station and you just try to be friendly, friendly to people without being creepy, okay? You don't want people to think like you're creepy, you just wanna be friendly And that is a better option to try to meet people than to go on the dating apps. That is 90% narcissists and 90% of those people on the dating apps are in relationships or have situationships or are married. Dating apps are a shark pit to try to meet somebody today. Okay. It's very, very hard. You've got to screen these people inside out. You've got to get their name. You've got to do background checks on them. You've got to get on their social media and study it and see if there's anybody else on there or if it is a legitimate social media page or just a dummy page that they added you to. Okay. And That's why I'm saying it's better to try to meet somebody organically, you know, in person, although that's very hard. That's why you've got to join groups, business groups, sports groups, you know, uh, art groups, music groups, whatever your interest is. And the point is, even if you don't meet people, you might be making friends. All of this will keep your mind busy. Because an empty mind is a devil's workshop, and that's a workshop for the narcissist. People that don't have a life fall back on the narcissist because if you're not busy, you don't have things planned you're not out of the house, you're not meeting people, you're not socializing or anything like that, what are you going to do? You're going to sit home, you're going to be depressed, you're going to hear sad music, and you're going to start to think about the narcissist, and then you're going to try to rationalize it in your mind and say, maybe it was me. Maybe I was the problem. They kept saying I was the problem. Maybe I really was the problem. No, the problem is that you're not starting a new life for yourself. The problem is when you don't have things going on for you, you're going to be thinking about the past instead of trying to build the future. So you got to get out of your comfort zone. Get out of the fucking house, okay? Go to a dog park. Go to a regular park. Walk around your local town or city. Just get out, get out as much as you can to get your mind off of that narcissist. The other thing that's really good, you guys, is, you know, when you're moving on from the narcissist, is to write down all the things on a piece of paper that that narcissist did to you. And I had somebody get on my social media and they said to me, oh, you know, by you posting this stuff, people, you know, get stuck in the trauma And I told them, I disagree with that. People have to be reminded of what they went through so that they don't fall back. You have to remind yourself when that narcissist lied to you, when they weren't there for you, when they were shady to you, because that's when people will fall back because they forget it or they don't want to see it. That's why you got to write it on a piece of paper, all the things that that narcissist did. They lied about this. They gaslit me. They always made excuses why they couldn't see me. They showed indifference. They didn't care whether they saw me or not. They weren't into sex. They were cold. Write it all down on a piece of paper. So every time you reminisce about that narcissist, you look at that paper and you say, uh, uh, no, 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 let me not go backwards. Let me not fall back into that. Because if I go back to the narcissist, I'm going to be in the same spot I was in six months to a year, same pattern of behavior is going to happen. And I'm going to be back again in the same position. I got to move forward. You've got to go through that uncomfortable period of maybe not having somebody or being alone in order to better your life. Okay. So you've got to be okay with being alone. You've got to be happy with other things. Enjoy the peace. Enjoy the fact that you don't have to sit there and impress the narcissist. Because so many people are in a relationship with the narcissist and they're constantly trying to impress them with how they look. They're constantly waiting for a compliment. How do I look? And the narcissist just looks at them or doesn't say anything because the narcissist doesn't want to validate them. Or you have to worry, oh, they don't want to do this. They don't like to do what I do. Oh, they put me down. They said I'm always stupid. Or they put down how I look. Or they told me I was sensitive. Think about all of these things, okay? We're not going backwards. We're going forwards. And we're going to focus on our future. What do you want in the future? Know what you want. Be focused and go after it, okay? And it's very hard to meet people today because there's a lot of supply out there. There's a lot of options. So what you need to do is focus on just living your best life, being healthy, your career, and your relationship with your family, friends, and trying to network and meet new people as well. Okay? That's your focus. That's your focus in getting out there and trying to fulfill your life, fill it with new things to keep you busy, The busier you are, the less you're gonna fall back and think about that narcissist. The biggest enemy to the narcissist is your independence. So the point is, when you move on from the narcissist, you've got to have acceptance of who that narcissist was and say, okay, it didn't work out. I didn't see them for who they were. It's not gonna work out. I don't wanna waste one more day on that person I need to refocus my brain. Instead of thinking about the narcissist, let me go clean out my refrigerator. Let me go paint my apartment. Let me go take my car to the car wash. You see, these are things that are, you know, productive and it's making your life better, not making your life worse. So you've got to train your brain to think about being proactive and keeping busy. And, and whatever you do, It's bettering your life, okay? And this is how you move on from the narcissist. You've got to leave the past in the past. And one of the hardest things that you could do in life is letting go, okay? And especially if you were in a long-term relationship with a narcissist or you were married to a narcissist for many years, it's very hard to let go of that. But you have to understand how life is. Life is a journey, okay? And that narcissist was part of your journey. Instead of looking at it as the negative experience and the trauma that you went through, look at it as your lesson, okay? Your pain is your lesson. So now you're moving forward and you're more, you know, you've become wiser and you're saying to yourself, I can't change the past. I can't change the past. I've got to accept it. I've gotta accept the fact that I didn't know, I didn't know I was dealing with a narcissist, but now you do. And now you know not to make the same mistakes again, okay? And now you're you're sharper, and you're gonna pick somebody who's got a, a, a beautiful heart that's gonna appreciate you, okay? You will find somebody who appreciates you, but you've got to look for the right things, not the wrong things. It's not about how good looking they are. It's about how good a heart they have. How much this person will sacrifice for you and be there for you. And these are things that a narcissist will never do. A narcissist won't sacrifice and they won't be there for you in hard times. And that may not sound like a big deal to you when you're young, But let me tell you this, okay? You don't realize it. In a blink of your eye, the years will go by. You will become older and life gets harder. And you want somebody that is your support system, okay? You want somebody that is there to help you if you go through rough times. And in life, anything could happen. Somebody could get sick. Somebody could lose their job. So you want somebody who's your ride or die, okay? Not somebody that's, oh, so good looking and everything like that. That gets you nowhere. That gets you nowhere, okay? I mean, yes, you should have an attraction to the person, but it's important to be attracted to the right qualities in a person, okay? So this is how you move forward after the narcissist. You gotta close the door and say, okay, let me let it go. Now I don't have to deal with them. Now I have relief. Now I can do what I want. I don't have to answer to anybody or walk on eggshells. I don't have to deal with somebody who doesn't appreciate me. And now I have to write down a plan of how I want to plan out my life, okay? Where I want to live, you know, what I want my career to be and what my health routine is. Health and exercise is very important, you guys. And I saw that during the pandemic with my kids You know, getting them out and getting them exercised help their mental state, and it's so important. So you also have to have a health, you know, routine as well to keep yourself not only healthy, but for your physical health, but for your mental health as well. And these are the steps that you take when you're moving on from the narcissist. And understand that those lonely periods that you may feel after leaving a narcissist, it's temporary. Okay. It's temporary. So get out there, get busy and focus in on the specific things that you need to do to better your life. Your brain's got to focus and say, okay, it didn't work out with that person. That person was shady. They misled me. So now let me just focus in on what I got to do to better my life, get myself out of the house Try to meet a lot of people, even if I'm making friends, okay? Because you can meet people through other people. And, you know, let me fill up my life with other things, keep busy, and this will, you know, keep me strong because I'm independent. I don't need anybody. And now I could be choosy about not settling for a toxic person because I got my own thing going and I'm not afraid to be alone because I know I can sustain myself. Okay? So I hope that helps you. If it does, please hit the subscribe button. Please share the podcast. And as usual, because I haven't stopped all day, you guys, I'm losing my voice. Have a great day, you guys. at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day